Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome to episode 117, still unbeaten. We had a draw today that felt like a victory. We had a draw on at the weekend that felt like a defeat. Um, but at the end of the day, Roger Ball is still uh, undefeated. Uh, since his arrival today, you have myself as usual. Um, we have Bill, we have Kenny, we have Oscar. Jason is away doing relationship uh, things. Um, gentlemen, how are we today? It's a good day today. Pretty good. What do you guys think? I'm pissed. We should. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to see the funny to see the reactions and the smiles after a, a draw. But when we, uh, I guess, weigh it up against the opponent on the other side of the pitch. I guess it does uh, in some ways feel like a victory. Um, today, we are back after an international break. Um, we won't talk too much about the game against Guimarães because uh, there wasn't really much to talk about. Obviously, we'll talk a lot about the game today. Uh, we'll talk about we're halfway through the group stage of the Champions League. We'll look at our predictions that we made at the beginning and see who's off, who's spot on. Um, I know that there's definitely a few groups that we maybe got completely wrong, but we'll talk about that. And we will talk about a hectic month of October for Benfica. We got Porto coming up. We got Juventus coming up. Um, we got PSG again. So this could be a very telling month for this club and, and how we go into the World Cup break. Um, if, you know, if we come in on if we go in on top of the league, you know, what does it look like from a Champions League perspective? Uh, and we also have a Tassa Portugal game in the mix there against, I believe, Caldas Sport Club, which the, the draw just came out uh, yesterday, the day before. So uh, those of you who are in the chat, as always, um, Paulo Carneiro says, does, Guimarães equal, does this mean Guimarães equals PSG? I guess since we drew them both, right? Except we scored against PSG and not against Guimarães. But I guess if you want to look at it that way, Tiago, boa noite, Maltinha. Boa noite para ti, Tiago. Um, para a malta que nos esteja a ver em português, como sempre, um, hoje temos o nosso podcast em inglês. Amanhã, a partir das 21 horas, contem com o painel uh, no podcast português. Um, estamos a ver se encontramos o João Pedreira para ser o moderador, porque eu vou estar indisponível, mas contem com isso. Às 21 horas, hora de Portugal, uh, cá estaremos com o podcast em português. Uh, mas estejam à vontade de participar aqui na, nesta nossa conversa, deixem os vossos comentários que nós iremos uh, falar sobre eles. Um, also, before we get started, I wanted to uh, do a little unveiling, if you haven't seen it over my shoulder here, but uh, we got a new logo here for the podcast, as you can see up in the top right-hand corner. The logo as a whole for Ucatania Befiquista remains the same, but we have a little twist to it for the podcast specifically. Um, you know, needed a little revamp. We got an international manager. We got a little revamp on the bench. So why not do a little uh, upgrading um, to our graphics uh, on the podcast side? So uh, again, as always, join the conversation. Let us know your thoughts. I'm going to start with Kenny on this one. Benfica won PSG 1. Um, I can't show the highlights because Champions League and UEFA are very strict. They would probably pull us off the live before we even finish the podcast that's how strict <laughs> they are with their highlights um so we're limited to stats uh from goal point um kenny i'm gonna start with you uh what were your thoughts uh on this game how would you sum up this game and then i have a few questions but we'll we'll unravel those as we talk through it yeah no i thought i thought it was a fair result uh i thought we played a much better first half than second half um but then again you know, at, at some point in the second half, we were playing, you know, for the draw there at the end. Um, 
and we were just kind of playing on the counter. But I thought we had a, a pretty strong first half. I, you know, I think we, we were talking in the chat that, you know, could have we could have easily gotten a couple of goals. Um, it, it just things didn't go our way. Um, PSG looked dangerous, but I thought they would be more dangerous. I don't watch too much of PSG just really in Champions League, but they didn't look like this powerhouse that, you know, we all talk about and we all think of. Um, they have a lot of, uh, I don't want to use the word, but a lot of bitches on that team. Um, <laughs> Verratti and Neymar, really some just class. I mean, they, they're obviously class players, but holy shit, they don't need to go through uh, half the stuff that they do on the field. But anyways, I thought Benfica played well. I thought it was a just result. Um, better first half than second half. Uh, you know, all they say is kind of had to really put on some, you know, defending in that second half, especially to, to hold the result. But um, I think we're in good shape in Champions League. Do you think that, and and for the record, I wasn't able to see the game against Guimarães. I was, um, or Vitoria Sport Club, as they're called officially. Um, I, I was moving this weekend and, and was busy. I know Bill was was here with me. Kenny, I believe, was on a flight back from uh, yeah. a bender uh, with some <laughs> friends <laughs> uh, playing some golf. So Oscar may be our only reference here. But in terms of what I saw, I saw maybe on and off the last 10 minutes, what I read, what I saw in our group chat and WhatsApp, um, it sounded like it was a very poor, maybe the worst performance we've had all season, including preseason. Um, and Oscar may be able to, to answer this a little bit more in depth. But can I ask you? We had continuously talked about like right. There's going to be a negative result at some point, whether it's a draw, whether it's a defeat. Um, are you happy with what you saw today in terms of the team's reaction to that result? Because I don't know if you guys saw, but after that draw, people came out in masses on social media and were just talking about like Benfica looked terrible. The international break was a nightmare. Benfica's going to go on a difficult cycle, right? And like it's like everyone is quiet and then all of a sudden we draw a game after winning 13 or 14 in a row and all of a sudden everyone's you know a critic like i told you guys so we you know we're not as good so are you happy with what you saw in terms of the reaction off the back of you know our first negative defi- uh, yeah. negative result yeah no you're right i didn't get to see any of that game at range game i i honestly didn't even look at the highlights i just went based off of what everyone else was saying and what oscar was saying mostly i take his word for it and it did not sound great so was I worried going into this game? I'd say a little bit, uh, just to see how we re- how we would react. But I mean, we tied the game, right? We still haven't lost. Um, I, I think we have uh, just a better uh, a better team overall. But whatever, maybe you know, locker room. I feel like there's there's enough leadership on this team to you know turn it around. So yeah, I had talked about it, and I don't know if it was last podcast or the one before that. You know, once we get that poor result, how do we turn it around? And I thought against, you know, a strong opponent like PSG, I I thought we played really well. Um, I I still think despite drawing PSG, I thought we played really well that first half. Maybe ran out of of gas a little bit in the second half. Might have waited a little bit too long to make some subs. But um, I I think it was a a great turnaround uh, and a good result in Champions League midweek. I'll pass it to you, Oscar, and and again, add and elaborate what you would like in terms of the game today that Kenny mentioned. Um, but going back to the Guimarães game, or the Vitória Sport Club game, um, do you think it was a situation, you saw the game, um, do you think it was a situation of 
the players maybe had one eye on today's game, right? Like we're back from an international break. There's going to be some fatigue, some tired legs. You know, do I want to make that extra run? Do I want to put my foot in? Maybe not. I want to play this big game against PSG and I don't want to miss it. Do you think that was a factor? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we have a young, a young squad uh, and, and that plays a big factor into this, right? We, um, this, this is the pro- other than Juventus and Juventus struggling. So I think Benfica went into Juventus thinking they're superior. Maybe they could get a result. So they came with that mentality. PSG is like a, it's a, it's a game. Everybody looks, they're playing against a, a Messi, Neymar on the, on the same field. That's, that's a total different ball game, right? So all these young players, they come back from international. Uh, a lot of them, Fernandez came from playing with Messi. So like these guys want to, their head is already like, oh, I'm going to play you in two, in a week and a half, you know, type of thing. Right. So like that, I think that plays into 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 this why they perform so bad against Kimmerange. And then another thing is, like uh, like we against Kimmerange, I felt like Benfica played what PSG played today against Kimmerange. It's it's that's how it, 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 you guys comparing it and all that. I don't blame the fans for for raging and coming to social media because the history speaks for itself. Last year we had a streak of like nine, ten games, killing it, and then all of a sudden we had a bad result. And it went downhill. We have an October month full of hard games, right? One bad game, and nobody's counting on Guimarães being that, that first one, right? So one bad game, and now we have PSG. We have PSG twice, Porto. We have all Riwava away and all that. That could that could be a, a very bad month for us if we, we if we don't recover like we did today. So so in in a way, I think Benfica recovered well from Guimarães performance they played against psg like kenny said in a way that i never thought was going to happen psg came into the game thinking they had the game one they were playing benfica they, there's a lot of news articles saying that one player is worth more than Benfica's whole squad right so that kind of thing is like all right psg came with a i think next week or in two weeks in psg is to be total different game because they now know more about benfica but other than that what kenny said is spot on in the first half we had probably chances to score three goals that we just didn't uh, somehow didn't score because I, I have no idea what's going on with the forwards. They stopped scoring, but, but man, I wish Jay was here to, to defend Ramos a little bit, <laughs> but, uh, but we, we could have scored three, four goals. I remember Ramos. I remember Neres, uh, Rafa Tayen, Antonio Silva. We talked about it and Otamendi. Like they could have easily scored for those five goals. Like any other day would have been a, a very good result for us. Uh, and that's why I'm pissed. I think we should have won this game. I agree. Yes. Um, before I pass it to you, Bill, I'm just going to run through some of the comments here. Um, Ricardo Cavada Silva, um abraço para ti. PSG não era o Colosso Bruges. É verdade. Erickson Alves Nunes, Neymar is a crybaby. Um, Ricardo says, um abraço para as Américas, um abraço para ti. Telmo, um, saudações benfiquistas. He says, um, the result with Guimarães, maybe the fatigue helped, but I'll talk about Rafa. And he said, I honestly did not like Rafa's attitude in the game with Guimarães. And today, he wasn't always the Rafa I know. Oscar, again, you watched the game. Anything to say about Rafa's performance? or In Guimarães? Yeah. In Guimarães, let's, let's, nobody played well. I'm telling you, nobody in the Benfica team played well in Guimarães. Today, the whole team, at the beginning, some of the guys were shaky a little bit. Like, I, even Antonio Silva had a few at the end. But at the beginning, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe that's nerves. He's playing against Messi and, and Neymar and, and company, right? But then he got into the game. I Today was everybody playing really well. Guimarães, nobody played well. So don't don't put it all on Rafa. Rafa had a bad game. So did everybody else. 
Neres couldn't get anything going. Fernandes looked like he was not Fernandes we, 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 we thought, you know, he was showing us to be. So, like, there's a lot of players on that team that didn't play at all good against Kimaranj. So, it can't be only Rafa. Fair. And I, again, based on what I read, based on what I briefly saw, and based on, you know, the communication in our WhatsApp group, it sounded like it was a disastrous performance across the board. Um, I didn't, I don't remember anyone singling out any specific players. Um, George Martin says, Antonio Silva is a straight bully. Love that dude. No one will fuck with him. I don't know. Does anyone know what the hell happened at the end? Like, so I, I know that he was in the middle of it. So yeah. what I, what I'm assuming is from, uh, Donnarumma when he caught the ball, he was like, it looked like he was running toward the top of the 18 for like a quick counter before the ref. And, and, and Antonio Silva chugged him. And Antonio Silva like was running Shouldered. back. He like shouldered him, like cut oh. in front of him. But that's the only thing I could see. Like I, I didn't yeah. see anything else. Cause I remember the ref blew the whistle and he stood there and then all of a sudden it was like a blow up. That was the only thing I saw was Antonio Silva cut in front of him to try to I stop mean, the counter, smart, stop them from throwing play, the ball, yeah. which is not a normal thing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, Donnarumma is acting like the rest of his teammates. So, <laughs> Bill. It, it, and it's funny because at the beginning, you have Donnarumma getting, uh, no, uh, Messi getting the player of the match. Donnarumma should have the player of the match. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. What did Messi do? Score that goal and what else? What else? But Correct. Donnarumma had some amazing, amazing, yeah. I mean, saves that he probably shouldn't be making. Like, Dude, that one uh, on Ned is he literally yeah. goes behind himself to grab that ball. Yep. I don't yeah. know how the hell he went and pulled that out. Um, Bill, quickly, George says, Guimarães, uh, Roger gave the players from international break five days rest. That killed their rhythm. Could be, right? I, I know that they gave him an extra day's uh, break. But then and again, some like, of the, these guys have been playing consistently for a month and a half, two months. Some of the guys got back on, like, Thursday and from international. Friday. And then – or. I think no, that was Saturday. the South Americans. Yeah, they got back. They got back Thursday, and they, there was a game Saturday. Like, I mean, all that travel is gonna fucking catch up to you eventually. Yeah, like when you go into this and you're like, "All right, we're gonna play Vitoria," and then we play PSG. All the lights, camera, action is gonna be on this game. There's gonna be scouts there. There's gonna be everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take it easy this game. <laughs> I don't want to get injured for for the next game. So I I'm gonna go with that. Uh, version of it, Bill. What do you What do you want to add to what these guys just said? I think you guys covered for the most part the, the game. I think that first half, those, I mean, for the majority of that half, we dominated. We could created chances. By the time they scored on their only opportunity, we could have been two zero up at least. Yeah, like I think we had the Rafa or the the, um, the Ram was one clear cut. Like he should have finished that. Um, and then I think we had another one or two in that first half that we probably should have put away. And against a team like PSG, you're not going to get many chances and you have to take advantage of what we got. And I mean, they got one chance and Messi fucking does what Messi does, right? Like they're not playing well until that point and Messi puts it top fucking corner. Um, so I think that's one thing that the negative you can take from this game is we keep missing chances that we should be scoring regardless of who we're playing. Like that Ramos breakaway needs to go in like any, like a, any other striker in the world, you're expecting them to bury that like that. You, we can't be missing opportunities like that. And especially against a PSG. And then in the second half, I think Kenny touched on, it. I think we just, we ran out of legs. PSG, I think got into the game a little bit more. They controlled it more. Um, it looked like they kept looking to try to play in like, Mbappe and Messi over the top, but it didn't really work. Um, 
Messi dropped deeper. Messi, I mean, controlled that second half a little bit more. I was surprised that uh, they took him off, to be honest. I, I didn't think uh, Mbappe I think he had a didn't He must shit. have had a knock. I don't know, dude. He didn't look happy to be coming off. He fell at the beginning, and he, he had a hard time getting off because he slipped yeah. on the grass. Mbappe okay. didn't but do that anything the game. It was after that play that he had a bad touch. I don't know if you guys noticed. I was watching it yeah. on 11 Sports, and he literally took, like, 90 seconds to even get back to the midfield line. The guys on the 11 were like, he came so slow. So I don't know if he like got hurt or what, but I did think it he was odd that he yeah. came off in the 80th minute. I was, I was shocked that he came off uh, comparing. I mean, if you're thinking that the, the front three Neymar was in the game doing his normal flopping stuff and, and uh, Messi was doing what he normally does. But Mbappe to me was, I mean, Andre Silva had him in his pocket uh, the entire game. Hold on, we got we got so, we got breaking news Silva? here from our sources. Paulo Carneiro gives us breaking news. He requested the sub as per the PSG coach. I didn't hear the press conferences after the yeah, game. I didn't see so that. Thank you, Paulo, because I'm sure they. So he's probably asked pissed that he had to come up. It sounds like well, he requested, requested to be stubbed. If he requested, know, but, yeah. off. but but you got pissed because he had to come out because of the because yeah. of the, oh yeah, like, yeah whatever yeah. injured yeah, yeah. yeah I mean yeah he didn't look happy at one one and you take take Messi off in the 80th minute that doesn't happen yeah. very often yeah. <laughs> um let's see we got a couple of comments Ricardo says em Guimarães acho que foi muitos dias de descanso atenção contra o Benfica as equipas jogam em seis três um é verdade principalmente no campeonato português I don't know if you guys noticed today but PSG played with a back line of five which I no, thought but, was but, but, but they always it's, do. It, wait, wait, but the, guys, I know Bill said that we don't, we don't create like against PSG. You're not going to get many chances. PSG is probably out of the teams in our in our we group. We a lot. It's probably going to be a team that lets create the most chances. The problem yeah. is we scored three. They might score five. That's right. the only problem, Correct. right? But but like, and if we hold Messi, uh, Mbappe, and uh, and uh, Neymar to not scoring, we ha we'll have chances to score because this team. I saw I saw and John we did that today. I saw Jean Mario with the ball, and I PSG was not even coming they after him. Pressure. Other, they didn't, they other than pressure. Other yeah. than other than Varati, Varati, and then the the wing backs that come kind of help in the midfield, like the, and Vitinha sometimes once in a while helping yeah. Varati defend. Those are the three guys don't touch, don't come back and help at all. Yeah, when they don't well, have the ball, they don't even touch the ball. That's they why they're playing. Why I think they that's why they play with five defenders. Right. Exactly. You lose three guys in the front. Don't no matter defend. what. No yeah. matter what, you're losing three guys defending. Right, those three so, aren't going to work back. So as long so as we don't sit five in the back, as long as we don't sit back and and play like Oloto Carro, we will create chances against this team. We will many chances. Problem but is, is we cannot we cannot give the ball away because they'll they'll score. Like Messi scored today, one yeah. chance he had. Yeah, I agree. It, again, when you have a team, but then again, when you have three players of that caliber, right? You don't want them anywhere near your 18-yard box, right? Just stay right. up top, we'll get you the ball. Problem is, is if the guys behind you aren't able to do that work and get you the ball, then it becomes a problem. Until then, right, it'll work. But like you said, Oscar, if, if you score three, we'll score five, right? That's just yeah. the reality of it. Um, I'm going to open this question up to you guys, and I feel like it's going to keep coming back and forth, back and forth throughout the season. Talmud says, forgive me, I really like Monsal, but unfortunately it's not for my feet. It's too hard, but it's not what the squad needed or an area killer. Um, we've said it here before. I'm going to speak for myself. I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. I believe that he doesn't have that killer instinct still. <laughs> oh, Ricardo says, Joaquim, parece um avião. <laughs> He's fast. He is really fast. Um, Dude, he runs for but days. I saw Grimaldo chasing him once. It reminded me of Billy against the Pioneers. 
Yeah, but Hakimi catch him. Someone catch him. Dude, Grimaldo had his arms going so fast, so fast, and then the kid is just, and I'm like, holy shit, that's really you. That's really just the guy. But I know that Gonzalo scored against. Uh, who was the game that we had Manitmu um, before the break? Um, but I feel like this is going to be a constant conversation. And right, I know Oscar and I were, were defenders of of Yaramchuk staying. Um, Enrique Araujo has gone down to the B team. He hasn't really had a sniff uh, yeah, at I'm the top so, level. So surprised about that. Right, Musa has been playing, but now Rodrigo Pino actually came in today before Musa came in. Right, so there's a lot of. I guess uncertainty. And the thing that's interesting to me is, and I'm still, and maybe you guys can can give me the answer here, but Freitas, who is on our WhatsApp group, is part of our continue here. He's a huge defender of Gonzalo Ramos, has been, right? And I can't understand, and maybe you guys know, but I'm still unsure if he's mocking me with his messages in the WhatsApp about like shitting on Ramos and take him off. He sucks, blah, blah, blah. Or if he's legitimate now. And I don't know if you guys have heard them, but he even said it today again. You can't miss those goals. Take them off, blah, blah, blah. Like, do you see, let me ask you this question this way. Do you see Gonzalo Ramos being our starter in the final 10 games of this season? No, my que- my answer would be who are we going to get in January? Because right. who else do you see being a starter? Yeah, that's the thing. But is but is your answer driven by the options depth. on the bench yeah. to yeah, pressure him? Have, yeah, we don't have uh, – Enrique, no, I thought, no, was gonna be, I thought Enrique was going to be a guy that's going to give him fight, a fight. He's on the B team, all right? Pino, I don't – I don't know. We haven't seen enough even, him, what he yeah. does, right? So the other the other guy came from Boavista. What what was he? Is he even on the bench today? He was. He was warming up. Yeah. All right. So I, but he doesn't show much. He, we we keep saying he's good at holding the ball, but I haven't seen him hold the ball yet. So I don't know. I don't know who we have for options that can replace Ramos. Ramos right now is our best option. I agree. There's. I don't think there's anyone putting any pressure on taking Ramos' spot. So I agree. I think in. In the win- over the winter, we need some better options. Just even in today's game, like you, I didn't, I didn't feel confident with whoever we were going to bring in to put, you know, you know, give us a push to get to that second goal. Um, so I think we need to get a little bit uh, more depth there. Yeah, and do you think it ends up pushing Gonzalo Ramos into kind of like a lull, like a comfort zone? Like even if I have a bad game, right? Obviously, he still works the socks off, but. I feel like there's a tendency always to like, you know, even if I have a bad game, even if I don't score today, right, who's going to take my spot, right, until someone yeah. actually does and, and makes something of it. Um, Ricardo says, I apostava no Fran Navarro from Gil Vicente. I think, posso estar errado, Ricardo, mas acho que ele está emprestado ao Gil Vicente pelo Valencia, mas posso estar errado. But he's, he had a good season last year. But Fran Navarro is basically like the equivalent of what Petar Musa was last year, maybe, right? He scored a decent amount of goals for Boa Vista. Right, but playing for Gil Vicente and playing for Benfica uh, is a completely different different expectation. And and a lot of and a lot of people say that, like, hey, you know, he's good for, but the thing is, he was consistent in Boavista. He played every single game, right? Correct. So a player that comes in and goes, oh, now it's your chance to prove it. He has to prove it in in a game, and then uh, to get a spot. And it's not that easy. It can't be. That's a lot. A lot. A lot of these players fail because of that. They they don't have they don't have the consistency of five games in a row. And then it sucked three of them. There's no chance they they let him go for a fourth, right? Yeah. And they, sometimes these players need a, a three, four, five game in a row in order to become consistent. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, Kenny, I'm going to ask you a question that I was surprised you didn't mention. But first, I just want to touch on some of the comments here because we want to make this interactive. Um, Talmud says, I cannot forget Mike Florentino, who once again played a great game, and Fernando Santos calls William. Oscar, I know you're a big defender of William. What do you want to tell Telmo here? Um, well, <laughs> uh, the, the problem with Les Sound is not William. <laughs> so it, goes, it goes way beyond William. William but do you a, think Tinu has a spot to take William's spot? I'm of the opinion that no. No, not yet. Not yet. I mean, Florentino ha is, is a kid that, I mean, that he does well for Benfica, and he's proven today. Had a great, great game. I saw some, some blocks and some, and some sliding tackles that, that you know, he shows that he has quality, and he's really, really good, right? But man, he's not, he's not at Williams' level right now. And and take out William, you have Padinha. Take out Padinha, you have Danilo that can play that that position. So like, you're really, you can't. If Tino doesn't fit yet, okay. Um, Rui Pino says Gonzalo up front alone doesn't work for us lately. I'd like to see Pino and Rebels up front. I do want to actually go back to Oscar's burner account, Jaime Perdal. Benfica these days is Rafa Maizdez. That was Oscar on his fake That's account, right. <laughs> but, but he's not, he's not so sound quality according to some he's of not, our friends. Yeah, he's not so sound quality. Um, let's see if there's anything else here. Alguém sabe o que se passa com Henrique Araújo? Tínhamos esquecido, mas o Ricardo disse aqui, Henrique Arujo estava castigado para Guimarães, de um processo do ano passado, which was, he made a comment oh, right. after one of the oh, games, refs. I believe it was the B team, where he made the comment about the refs, and they suspended him finally this season. So he got suspended for comments that he made last season, he got fined. Um, I can't remember how much, but it was it was ridiculous. I wonder, um, I wonder if, if Pelinha is still going to get suspension when he comes back to play in Portugal. There's, it's still <laughs> pending. It's still <laughs> pending. <laughs> um, Kenny, I am incredibly surprised that the words Odysseus did not come out of your mouth after this performance. And I know you've been a, an adamant and avid defender of his. Um, he put in a subliminal performance and goal point rating made him the man of the match uh, for the Benfica side with a 6.9. Um, he went to the flash interview and spoke to 11 after the game as well. Um, I'm going to, I, I will admit that he has improved um, significantly since, you know, the last year. And since we've talked about this, Today, he had an outstanding performance. I will say, though, that today he wasn't tested in any of the things that I've criticized him for, right? But regardless of that, he kept us in this game. He made a save there's, off there's of... There were some dangerous crosses that he had to punch out. Usually, he's bad coming off the post. That's what you keep he saying. Also, he also had a save there that he completely did for the pictures. Off the free, the free kick. And he, he also bailed out the Mendy. He also yeah. bailed out the Mendy. Yes. Yeah. Um, but what do you have to say to this? I, I was very, I was waiting for it. No. I had a note here. I was waiting for it, and you're just still very lethargic from that ten day bender. You're still trying to play everything together. <laughs> no, I, I mentioned, I mentioned them right at the end of my little soliloquy I, I had there. I, I said that all these saves um, in the second half um, came up with some big saves that kept us, you know, kept us in the in the draw there. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I, you know, I've always defended all these saves. I, I've always felt safe with them. I think I feel so safe that like you don't even really have to talk about him. Like I, he's he's great, behind, you know, between the posts. I, we can't. I don't think there's much to argue about all these all these saves. And I think if if we were to lose him, I mean, would you feel more comfortable with with Leighton there in a, in a PSG no. game? Like, I I wouldn't. So 
I'm glad he's still on the team. I don't know if, if, you know, there's rumors of him leaving or I know there were rumors that, you know, his time here was done and, and, um, he stuck around. So I, I hope he sticks around. I hope he's here for a long time. I, you know, I think it's a position that we don't really need to improve on. I think we're, I'm very comfortable with, with all these days. He's not a high profile player that a lot of teams are after. So he's kind of like in between, like, he's not an Enzo where like, okay, all the big guns are going to come after yeah. him. Like he's one of those players that could stick around and he's, you know, a very, in my opinion, a very good goalie. So. I don't know. I'd be surprised if he doesn't leave at the end of this year. There was a lot of talk of him leaving this summer. Ajax came in, but then their sporting director pulled the plug. I mean, if he After, continues to put performances like this, right, on the big stage, it's going to be tough. P- PSG would come with, knocking. With the world. No way. PSG's got Donnarumma. What the hell are they going to come get Odiseas for? Um, with how performances old is he? I don't like, even know how old he is. Odiseas like maybe 26, 27. Okay. Let me see here. Adi Sayas is 28. April oh, just turned 28 oh. in April. So he's like starting to get at his peak, right? I mean, goalies normally will last you, you know, 35, 38, depending on who you are. Um, but he, he definitely has improved in the last 12, 18 months, which is a positive thing. But be interesting to see if he sticks around. At 28, um, too, like you could, like he could be one of those, like Louis Zown, right? Louis Zown was rumored for so long to leave and he always stayed. So I feel like he's no chance. After the interview he gave while he was away with Greece 18 months ago on how he was ready for a new challenge, there's yeah, no, no chance he's going to be a. And a if lifer. there's a payday, I'm sure he'll take it too. So. Oh, 100%. And he's an international for Greece. I, I don't see him staying here more than another year i'd be surprised tiago says ramos não é matador mas é a melhor opção do momento musa conseguirá marcar algum golo esta época não conta a taça da liga so can yes. i can i say something about musa the, uh... musa's like rafa from uh, ramos from last year fucking never score <laughs> Go so, ahead, so, Jenny. so one thing with the with the strikers right like we have to find someone and i know like we want to make excuses like oh these guys are coming in for a few minutes it takes time to like get adapted but we need to find that forward that is that super sub, right? Like the, you know, that can come Jimenez, in. And, yeah, Jimenez, exactly. Someone that can come in and completely, you know, give us a, an extra push for those last 30 minutes or 20 minutes of the game. Um, and that's what I think we're lacking on the team. I don't think it needs to be some big superstar. It could be, it could have been a Musa, could have, could be a, a Ruju, could be uh Pino. Like Pino actually didn't do, didn't do do so bad if if he just gave him a, a few more minutes. He's scoring like, he's scoring in the B team. Yeah, and I'm not a big Pino guy. Like I just feel like he doesn't have the speed. I agreed with one of the comments that was on here. Like we need a we need a guy with more speed, um, someone more dangerous, and and someone that can just come in off the bench and like, you know, make something happen. Like just be that spark that we need. I think that that's what we're missing off the bench. Dude, I, when my opinion is our game is usually. With Ramuz and Musa, and all those guys are speed, right? So, so we we counter we if we have possession, it was when we can't score, we need somebody that's fixed in the area and and that like that we can cross the balls to. We put Brooks in there because we didn't have a striker that sits in the box to score, right? That's why. We How Brooks. long did he go in for? When I saw I your text he, message, I said Brooks lost, is playing forward. He, he I was like, like lost like ten minutes. He put in Brooks. He came in at the end. We couldn't score, so we put in Brooks to stay in the Grand Area. He, all he did was five touches, five fouls. fouls. Yeah. Legit, like it was like I was like hey, I cannot. That's believe. the that's the sporting strategy from no. last year. They put Kawatas up top. Yeah, but Kawatas scoring goals. This guy legit <laughs> was tackling guys just to, for the fun of it. I think he thought he was like in WWE. American American yeah, football, dude. But I've missed what, both both of Brooks' games. I'm 
disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all we need, all we need, guy, and I'll be honest with you, and this guy probably would do it for us for half a season, is fucking Oscar Tequara Cardo. The guy still scores goals. Put, <laughs> when he get him in for the last 10 minutes, put him in the fucking penalty box. You see if he doesn't score goals. Oh, my God. Yes. Tiago says, encontrar um Lima no mercado. Não, um Cardoso, man. We need Cardoso encontrar to come back. Um Lima, he still scored the other day. Encontrar um Lima não é fácil. Mas era, era bem-vindo. I just yeah. wanted a guy like Oscar Cardoso. Oh, there you go, thank you. <laughs> He's scoring bombs from I, midfield. I know. Yeah. Just put him in the box. He's, he'll get the headers. He'll get the, if he gets a shot like Rafa did today, the goalie goes inside the net with it. <laughs> Rui Pinho says Jonas. Yeah, it would be an, another good one. A guy on a free. and uh, We got him for free. It would be a good one. There's um, someone out there. We just got to find them. Yeah, we get, we just got to find them. Mike, um, can I mention one other thing that we talked yeah, about? Yeah, So So the... the uh, the refs in this match. All right, we, we like to point. we like to shit on the the Liga Portuguesa, and by all means, well deserved. I mean, we have some of the worst refereeing and advertisings in in Europe. But today's game was, in my opinion, absolutely embarrassing. How one way, one how one way it was. Just because you're Neymar getting every fucking call that that every time he flopped to the ground, uh, Messi because you're Messi. And you you throw you throw an accidental elbow to to someone's face. He gets a pass, but Ramuj does it accidentally, and he gets a yellow card. Verratti should have seen his, his second yellow in the, in the second half and been and, and been off the field. Like it's an absolute joke that you know. And, and and maybe this is what we we as Benfica we get the benefit of being Benfica in the Portuguese league, and we get these calls and the PSGs yeah. get in in your in Champions League. But yeah, this was completely one-sided. I mean, we talked about it uh, in our group chat. I thought it was a joke. This ref, I thought missed, was just awful. To, to do you guys? Honest. What do you guys think about the the potential red card for Enzo? Can you talk that about that? Because I think that it could have that could that could have been a, I, easily a red. I think card. it could easily been a red card. I, I, think, I think it, it could have gone either way. I agree. To me, I didn't think it was a red card, but I easily could have been. Like I, we've seen it before, but I didn't think it was for a red. I know, but if we if we sit here and talk about refs helping out PSG, that would have been an easy way to oh, give him a yeah. red card. Correct. No, I, I agree. If if he gave him a red card there, I wouldn't I wouldn't be arguing. Like I I could absolutely see a red card, but Verratti should have seen uh, two two yellows and a red easily game as well. He, yeah, he he had a couple of fouls that he didn't get get a yellow card for. Um, did Neymar even get a yellow card for that foul? Yeah, on, no, no Neymar, he did. He Neymar got, got a yellow for talking. For, he for got yellow for, 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 for talking, but he back. didn't get it for yeah. yeah. And there was one, there was one also on that same side of the field where uh, I think it was Danilo, like completely shoves Rafa from behind. Yeah, from behind. Yeah. The linesman's right there. The linesman yeah. right there, no call. That, that was the final one there. Rafa yeah. takes it one-on-one. Yep. Uh, yeah. Bullshit, it, was, it was ridiculous. Um, Paulo Carneiro says, O Schmidt gosta de avançados móveis. Epá, preferia o Cardoso quase com 40 anos neste momento, com o Moussa em prime form. <risos> Isso é boa, Tiago. Um, Ricardo diz, era aquele gajo do River Plate. Não, ele uh, não foi para o Man City. Yeah. É, é o que eu ia dizer, o Alvarez. É, foi para o Man City e agora anda no banco. Com o Robot, Lola, 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 em janeiro, você pode loan him up to us, just to get yeah. some experience. Um, the important thing is that so far we haven't lost a game this year. Um, yeah, we have not lost Neymar Ushurão, these are Paulo Corneiro. Um, to close off this game MVP, and then I want to get into uh the Champions League 
current state with halfway through in the group stage. Um, goal point says Vlakodimus with a 6.9. Um, I agree with that. I think he was superb. Uh, I also will say that I thought um, Ba played really well. I mean, he oh was tireless. God. He was tireless going up and down the field. Sometimes he makes... He made a couple of decisions where, you know, he tries to force it, tries to play a give and go, and the pass wasn't on point, and then they came back and, and caught us in transition. But, I mean, he is just, you know, we talk about, you know, Hakimi Enwevio. I mean, Alexander Ba is an absolute machine up and down that line. He gives us a little bit different uh, characteristics than, than Gilberto does, and I know some people were wondering why Gilberto didn't play in this game, but the truth is is that we didn't really – get exposed on that side and i think mainly because the speed of that front three and with a guy like ba having that speed as well and the fact that those front three don't defend i think gives him a leg up but it'll be interesting to see who plays in the second game if gilberto plays in that second game or if we're already facing the fact that gilberto is now the backup for good unless ba makes a mistake and ba's actually grabbed hold of that position oscar who's your mvp i mean I think it's Donnarumma, but for the whole game, I think Donnarumma had the better saves. I agree. So I don't know how Messi got seven nine here. No, like I think I, th I think Aldi should have a higher rating than Messi. One hundred percent. Messi scored Messi. a goal and didn't do nothing else. Absolutely love. nothing else. So so that's all fake news right there. That's 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 <laughs> all stupid. I think Donnarumma deserves the MVP. He had the hardest saves. Aldi uh, yep. has some crucial saves, but it's more he had a lot of picture saves. Uh, 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 Donnarumma, he had like legit a save, like against the, the Nettis shot that I don't believe anybody else could save it. It was just yeah. a lucky thing, but he had it, he had it done. So to me, he deserves it. Kenny, you, uh, you stole my thunder. I thought for me, I thought Ba had a very sneaky good game. Um, he played uh, well offensively, defensively, pretty much kept Neymar, you know, quiet. Uh, so I thought Ba had, um, a very, very good game. Bill? Yeah, I mean, if we're looking at it from the whole, I think what Oscar touched on, Donnarumma, was clearly the, the best player on the field. But if you're looking at it from a Benfica standpoint, uh, I thought Enzo played unbelievable. I think the, the, that yellow conditioned him a little bit in that second half because any other little tackle was most likely going to be a second. Um, and Vlaco Dimos was an animal like he usually is so but if you look at the whole i'd give it to donnarumma another thing since you touched on on enzo i love the fact that he came into this game and he was like being physical with these big big dogs you know like he was shoving them like i think oh, the yeah. one of one of the plays against name he, was, he like he was just like was, slid, slid was it him, like, right that was like, like one minute that. in yeah, yeah, was I, right, yeah, one minute in, he right away let him know that his yeah. presence. He uh, let his presence. But that's what know. that's what we always talk about, right? Is like let them know you're there, right? Yeah. Put your stake in the ground, and yeah. literally ninety seconds into the game, he, he did. Fucking, yeah, and then and then uh, Neymar kind of looked back like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like <laughs> but like right there, you know me, I'm here. So like, yeah. that, I love that shit. Exactly, it's the South American man. It's the South yeah. American grit and and mindset that they have. Um, all right, let's talk about. The Champions League uh, group stage. So currently, uh, I'm going to bring up the the standings here. Let me just share my screen, and we have um, let's see, window, Chrome tab, this one here. I'll make it a little bit bigger so we could see it here. Um, let me bring it up on the screen. All right. So we have 
Let me make this bigger. Benfica's group. We'll start here. PSG in first with seven. Benfica tied with seven. Um, both have the same goal differential. Benfica's got five scored, two against. Um, PSG has six scored, three against. Juve beat Maccabi Haifa today. They have three points. That's their first three points. Um, they have a zero goal difference, and Maccabi Haifa is 0 for 3 with two goals scored, um, eight conceded, and zero points. Um, based on predictions, do you want? Do you guys need me to make this bigger? There we go. Yeah, I, th- I think we're all got it right here, right? So based know. on our predictions, in Group H, Jason had PSG, Benfica, Juve, Maccabi. So Kenny had PSG, Benfica, Juve, Maccabi. Oscar the same. Bill the same and Mike the same. So we all had the same as it looks here. Do we feel confident that is going to remain this way? Remember, we go to PSG, Juve goes yeah, to, still, still to Israel. Stays the, stays the same. Unless we beat PSG, everything stays the same. So is everyone still confident with their prediction that it'll stay that way? I think yeah. it, it, yeah, I think it's all going to come down to that Juve game at home. What happens if we, yeah, correct. We're going to depend on ourselves against yeah. Juve because if we lose in Paris, right, we're still one, one up. And, Juve, and if, if, Juve, if Juventus correct. wins against Maccabi. Wins in Israel, yeah. Which, if Maccabi could steal points from Juve in that next that game, that would be yeah. huge for us. Because even if we were to lose, we still have that four-point gap. Yeah. But don't forget, we have to go to Israel in that last game. Could be a tricky yeah. banana peel type game. So, so far, all of us are on point with this prediction. Let's start at the top now. Group A. Don't go to Club Bruges. Don't go to Club Bruges. <laughs> Group A. No one has that one, right? Napoli, Liverpool, Ajax, Rangers. Ajax, Napoli first with nine. Liverpool second with six. Ajax with three. And Rangers with zero. They haven't even scored a goal. Napoli is Killing a sneaky it. good team this season. I don't know what's going on. I don't watch the Italian League very often, but when I have seen their results pop up, I'm like, what the hell? I mean, they smashed Liverpool in the group stage. Looking at the smashed predictions Ajax. here, Jason had Liverpool. Rumored to go there. He's probably he was. <laughs> I, Jason had Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli, Rangers. So he's got Rangers right, everyone else wrong. Kenny had Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli, Rangers. Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli, Rangers for Oscar. Liverpool, Napoli, Ajax, Rangers for Bill. Liverpool, Ajax, Napoli, or Liverpool, Napoli, Ajax, Rangers. So I'm the only one that had Napoli going through in the top two. All of you guys had Liverpool, Ajax. Um, Oh, Bill had Liverpool, Napoli Napoli. as well. Correct, correct. So um, very surprised by how this group is playing out. Do you think Liverpool still comes out on top here? You guys think? I don't think so. I think if Napoli keeps playing the way they are playing, they'll they'll kill. I mean, they, they beat Liverpool. I mean, and Liverpool Anfield, doesn't right? look doesn't at look home. great. Yeah, they, they beat them at they beat them yeah. at the uh, São Paulo. Oh, okay. They got to go to yeah. Anfield now. I, I I mean, Liverpool's still Liverpool. They could easily flip flip to first place, but the only the only thing is the goal difference. Liverpool is zero right now, and they yeah. would have to yeah. kill Liverpool by th- eleven goals in order to catch them. Well, even just the head-to-head. What was the what was the score to the like game? Five, four five to one? one or five one or four one? Five one. Uh, let me see. Yeah, they would have uh, to score five at least four goals to four to one. Yeah, so that that result there kills them in yeah. terms of the head-to-head. Um, didn't they score like six against Ajax? Against the Ajax, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> um Group B. Ooh, 
It's a little, <laughs> no one has no one has right. <laughs> Club Rouge. That's about it. I know that's wrong. I have Porto in second. I Club Rouge with nine points. Porto second with three points. Leverkusen third with three points. And Atleti fourth with three points. This is an interesting group because we got three teams yep. here that have three points. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bruges is sitting pretty with nine. I mean, they basically qualified. Um, looking at our predictions, Jason had Atleti, Leverkusen, Bruges, Porto. <laughs> Backwards. Kenny had Atleti, Porto, Leverkusen, Bruges. Oscar had Atleti, Porto, Leverkusen, Bruges. Bill had Atleti, Leverkusen, Porto, Bruges. And I had Atleti, Leverkusen, Porto, Bruges. How are we? How do we think this group's going to finish? I mean, I think we can all agree that Bruges is going to top this group unless something really bad happens. 100%. Porto, Leverkusen, Atleti. Do you guys still think, let's see, Oscar, Dude, you thought no. Porto was going with Atleti. Who do you think is going to go through in second I think, place? I think, I think now Atleti is going to go with, uh, with Bruges. You think Atleti is going to climb this and, Dude, and it's, take second climb, place? They're the title three it's points. points. It's all who three do they points. Play? Let's see. Who do they They got play next? Porto Atleti, at home. They play Bruges. And then they still have to play Porto. So yeah. Atleti's got Bruges at home. Porto's got to go to Leverkusen. And then Porto and Atleti, home. Atleti ends it away to Porto. Last year oh, yeah. they ended it away to Porto away to too. Porto. And and then yeah. depends depends who wins that game. That game is yeah. going to decide it all. Man, this is going to be an interesting group to watch to see how this plays out because that's tight. We have even this group: Bayern, Inter, Barcelona, Pleasen. Bayern with nine, Inter with six, Barcelona with three, Pleasen with zero. Luis Pedreira says hi. I totally forgot to mention it, but while he's listening, parabéns para ti e mais um benfiquista ao mundo e é galego ainda por cima. Hermano, hermano. Nuestros hermanos, bem-vindo ao mundo, ao pequeno. Mais um benfiquista, parabéns para vocês e para a família. Um, Marco just watched this first Benfica game. E foi um empate contra o Colosso, por isso ainda não viu o Benfica perder. Um, <laughs> so that's a good thing. Um, Rui Pinho says, great show, guys. Thanks. Have a good night. Viu o Benfica. Obrigado, Rui. Um abraço para ti. Um, <laughs> Bayern, Inter, Barcelona, pleasing. I think I have this, this right. See, Bayern, Barcelona, Inter, Vitória, pleasing was Jason. Bayern, Inter, Barcelona, Vitória was Kenny. Bayern Barcelona Inter Vitoria was Oscar. Um, Bayern Barcelona Inter Vitoria was Bill. And I had Bayern Barcelona Inter Vitoria. So most of us are off on that second and third spot. Um, did you guys see the Barcelona highlights from yesterday? Yeah, there was a penalty. PK, they they yeah. should have had a PK. Yeah. A clear handball. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how the hell that happened. But uh, you guys confident in your predictions? Do you think Bayern Inter goes through here? Or do you think Barcelona still pulls it off? I mean, they. I don't know, but Barcelona plays Inter again, probably at home now, right? Or yeah, they play a bit home. Yes, they, they're going to go. Yep. Yeah. So, so it could be back to six six. Yeah. So I think yeah. And then Barcelona I still think the, I still think Barca goes goes through in second. I they play they Bayern. At, they play Bayern at home as well, and then Vitoria away. I, I, I'm holding still. still. I, I'm seeing it go through like this. Okay, so Kenny thinks it's going to end this way. Okay, so Barcelona stays out and so goes to Europe League. Okay, he's sticking to his guns. I like it. Um, group D. Wow. wow oh, my right. God. No one I had, had it. I had Sporting on. last. This picture's upside out. down, guys. Hold on. Yeah, the yeah. Picture, there's something wrong with my graphic. The picture's upside down. Not really. Tottenham, <laughs> we, we, everybody had Tottenham at top. 
Um, yeah, number one, D, not, not second. Jason had Frankfurt, Tottenham, Marseille, Sporting. Kenny had Tottenham, Marseille, Sporting, Eintracht. Oscar had Marseille, Tottenham, Frankfurt, Sporting. He almost got it backwards. Uh, Bill had Tottenham, Marseille, Frankfurt, Sporting. And I had Tottenham, Marseille, Frankfurt, Sporting. None of us had this group anywhere close. But then again, there's still only three-point difference mean, between first place yeah, and, last and last place. place. So still a very tight Was that the only one that had Spartan go through? I think so. Um, yes, I think we all had Spartan. <laughs> Let's see. Kenny had Spartan in third. Jay had Spartan last. Oscar well, Spartan last. Show, show Spartan's schedule again. I want to see who they play next. Um, and so Spartan plays home against Marseille. They have to go to Tottenham still. They're going to go to to old to Enf- uh What's the name of their in Germany, White Hart Lane. White Hart Lane, <laughs> totally. And then go to Tottenham. And so they go. They're home versus Marseille. They're away to Tottenham, and at home against Eintracht. I mean, this group is so tight that like any. Yeah, I feel like this could go anyway. Any anyway. Like, like next match day, right? Sporting could end up in third. Yeah. Depending mm-hmm. on how right, if yeah, they lose if to Marseille, if Marseille beats them, they get past. Correct. Them. Correct. So anything can happen here, and I think this is going to be another. And and let's not forget, they don't have a done right because he got a red. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It was direct, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's missing. What an idiot! That, yeah. Does he just miss one, or is it two? I can't remember how sure. it is in, in UEFA. Um. Yeah. So this is going to be an interesting one to, to watch here. Another tight one here. Group E: Salzburg, Chelsea, Milan, Dinamo, Zagreb. Man, Zagreb came out of the gates blasting, beating Chelsea game one and they haven't won again since <laughs> but two points between them and first place salzburg who won today in uh Z- or against zagreb it was in croatia yeah it was away um this group jason had ac milan chelsea salzburg dinamo um damn did he have it no chelsea salzburg ac chelsea salzburg dinamo kenny had ac chelsea salzburg dinamo oscar same thing bill had Chelsea, Milan, Dinamo, Salzburg, and I had AC, Chelsea, Salzburg, Dinamo. So no one's gotten this one right. Um, how do you guys think this one plays out? Do you think Chelsea and Milan still end up pulling through here? They probably will. I mean, I don't know. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> Especially that blue team that's in second yeah. place. Yeah, I, 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 want, I want Dinamo and Salzburg to go through. I would hope you That would be an interesting one. Um, group F, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Leipzig, and Celtic. Jota scored today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Real with nine, Shakhtar with four, Leipzig with three, Celtic with one. Real Madrid is basically through. Let me Shakhtar... guess. Tank, Tank had Celtic at like one or two. Jason no. had Real Madrid, Leipzig, what? Celtic, Shakhtar. Celtic. Kenny had Real Madrid, Leipzig, Celtic, Shakhtar. Oscar had the same. Bill had the same. And I had Real Madrid, Shakhtar, Leipzig, Celtic. Oh, I'm on the so money got, on this one. You got that so one. Far, so far. So far. So far. <laughs> it's I mean, not it's over yet. One point uh, difference. I'm eh. still I'm still sticking to my guns on this one. I still think that's how this one plays out. Um, But we'll see. We got three match days left. Group G, last one. Holland the robot with nine points, Dortmund with six, Sevilla with one. Um, Lopetegui got sacked yeah. today, Copenhagen with one. They got torched today by Holland. 
Uh, we had City Dortmund, Sevilla, Copenhagen. Or that was Jason. City Dortmund, Sevilla, Copenhagen for Kenny. Same for Oscar. Same for Bill. And same for me. So we all got this one right. I think this one was maybe the easiest one to pick from. Um, I mean, Sevilla usually gives a hard time to anybody, but this year they suck. Yeah, yeah I'm not over. sure what's going on. Yeah, this one's over as well. Um, I agree. So a lot of tight groups here. We got two or three that are still going to come down to the wire. Um, Mefica on our side, we we still are feeling a little bit confident and, and optimistic of of coming out in second place. Who knows? We'll see what could happen in that game in, in Paris. I'll ask you guys quickly. Do you think the game will be drastically different from what we witnessed today in terms of Benfica? Do you think, based on our opponent, based on the fact that we're up four points on Juve and we still depend on ourselves, do you think Benfica goes there to try to make a surprise? Because if we lose, we still only really need a tie against Juve. We just don't want to lose, right? But we're then expected to get a result in Israel. If we tie, we still can't lose to Juve at home, right? With the expectation that they beat Maccabi Haifa, right? Because we're still two points clear. But then again, we'll still need a result in that last game regardless because we're not far enough ahead depending on what Juve's game is. So do you go, you know, play it head-to-head? -head? Fuck it. We got nothing to lose, right? These guys got everything to lose. Let's see what we can get out of it. Or do you think we play a more conservative approach similar to what we did in the second half today? I hate playing for a tie. That Regardless yeah. of... of whatever you know we're looking for i hate playing for a tie because when you do that's when bad things happen i hope we we go in like we did this this game and like it's not that we have nothing to lose it would i mean it would be fantastic to get get out of there with another tie but i think you play play your game and worst case scenario you come out there with a tie and maybe you surprise and, and you know pull off a win like this this game here we could have easily came out with a few few goals early on and completely surprised PSG. So I don't see why we can't do that again there. Um, we'll have some support there. I mean, there's a ton of Portuguese. and should have a ton of support there. Yeah, so yep. I I don't see – and, yeah, PSG was – I mean, they did not – I mean, they're, they're impressive, but they weren't like this juggernaut that I thought, you know, we would see on the field. Like, I think they they have some uh, some holes that we can expose. I agree. And I think Penny the knock Oscar. on PSG has always been it's always been their league is a cakewalk for them, right? Like they don't really have a challenge for the league title and they're not challenged much and then they get the Champions League and you're going to play teams that are more competitive, that are up for it and they can't flip the switch and, and turn it on. Um, but I think today's game is an indication of how um, Schmidt likes to to, to, to go at these games, right? I don't think he's going to change our philosophy and how we play for a team. I think he's going to go into it. We have our system. We have our style of play. We're going to press. We're going to play our game. If they want to make adjustments, they can make adjustments, but we're going to play our style and play our game. And I think that first half is, is an indication of how first, first 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I would say that half as a whole, I think the whole, I think that whole half we, for the most part, dominated that, controlled the game, uh, created chances. Unfortunately, we couldn't put them away. I think the second half, PSG, and I mean, it's the 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 level of player is a, is a huge difference between PSG and and Benfica, unfortunately. And eventually, that's going to show. And I think 
they control the game a bit more and we had some tired legs out there and I think it showed, but I, I don't think, I hope we don't change our style to go into a game. I, I, I like going into a game, playing our, our game and, and going toe to toe with anyone and see how it works out. I, I agree with that, but I'll have just one thing. And this is from the example we saw today, right? So first half we played, we hustled, we ran, we pressured, we attacked and all that. Right. And we could, we could have scored a few goals. And then you saw what happened second le- second half with tired legs. Um, the thing is, the top, top three guys of theirs don't get tired because they don't defend. They don't run. So maybe we have to play it a little bit more conservative in the first half and not go all out like we did today because second half we're going to be a freaking shit show if we are tired in Paris like we were today. So maybe, maybe divide it up a little bit, not get super tired right away at the beginning, first half, and reserve some of your energy for second half to be able to handle these three t- top guys that don't get tired. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to, them. yeah, I think we need to pick and choose when we do the like all-out press, essentially. Yeah. Pick and choose our moments to do it and not kind of, like you said, go all out in that first 20 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, will, I mean... I, I still like pressing hard right off the of bat. Of course. If you, but if you can catch I, that early goal, you catch that early goal, mm-hmm. goal, that puts a little bit less pressure on you, and now you can play on the counter. We are dangerous on the counter. Rafa can yep. easily burn through there. We we've, we saw it all second half. Rafa had a lot of opportunities. He, he just wasn't getting the calls. And I think if if you put the pressure on the first 15 minutes and you're capable of putting getting that one goal, and then you can then you can relax a little right, bit. Right, right. No, the that's – let them play and then pick pick your spots. Right. And, that's, and, and that's what I meant. Divide it up a little bit. Don't don't go all out for 45 minutes because those guys, like I said, they're going to be fresh in the second half because they're not tired. Then they take advantage of you. And right. and those guys, you can't give them a, a, a millimeter because they'll take it. They'll finish it. Yep. That's yeah, the difference like between Schmidt. a good player and a world-class player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I'd like to see Schmidt make, make some, you know, I thought he waited a long time to make subs this game. Um, I thought it was pretty clear that around the 60th minute, it would have been a much better time to start putting in some fresh legs. And I think now, who, 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 who would you put in? Well, I mean, I, I think we have like two clear options to come off the bench. Draxler? Draxler. And, and then, but who, but, but, but who you take out, Neres or Rafa? Because they're both well, Neres, phenomenal. Well, Neres was having a bad game. Even though Neres, the thing is with Neres. He worked like, hard. But yes. he wasn't giving us he's, as much offensively yeah. as we've seen. But he but, off. And I think counter counterattack guy. He has yeah. to be on. And I think today in the situation that Enzo was in, I think he was a clear yeah. easy but I think it's because he had a yellow card. That's why. Right. But if Enzo that's doesn't have saying. a yellow card, like, he doesn't come off. That's what I'm saying. In this in this yeah. game, in this situation, I think that was in the sixth, like Kenny said, in the sixty-fifth minute, whatever, I think it was clear he needed to come off because you're not gonna risk not having him for Paris, right? And, right, and right away, what's his name? Astunes or Arsenal? He came in and he almost gave a goal away. I oh, know, shit, dude. Yeah. He, yeah, he had a bad touch. Oh, I was like, bad. oh my God. This is so a terrible bad. start to your, your performance. What the hell was that? Before but that I was when the Messi took a heavy touch, no? Yeah. 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 yeah and, and I and I also don't think in a game like this, Gonzalo is is coming off either because he's a hustler. He, he's going to have to stay hard up on it. Yeah. And we oh. don't have a striker other than Enrique Arushu that's going to press like that. Right. But he wasn't even on the bench, I don't believe. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this game plays out. We've got Riwav coming up. I think this could be another game, a home game against Riwav. This could be another one of those games where 
the team maybe starts off guns blazing and then takes their foot off the gas. Um, but it could be another one of those tricky games. Fortunately, it's at home. Um, but I think it, it, it could be tricky. Um, I think, I think with the games, with the schedule we have coming up, I think, I know we all love like trotting out the same 11, get the consistency. I think I would say it makes them a few changes. I think there's not a lot, but a few. Yeah. With, with the schedule we have this month, I think you need to pick games to, to give guys, certain guys some rest. Because Gilberto could I get mean, the start have, of this game. Yeah, but we have we, PSG. Just, I bet you that's Porto, the we, Juve. We have like, we have to win this game. We no, I agree. Right. It's not. Right. It's not even a. And I'm not saying like this. do like a right. like in hockey fucking line change. Like Porto's now only right. three points back from us. Right, hundred percent. And then we play Porto I think Porto changing next. one or two. Yeah. one or two guys. Riuav. What we need to do. Riuav. I mean, they score goals. Yeah, they got eleven goals. They scored in like all almost every match. Yeah. 13 conceded. Um, they conceded so yeah, too, yeah, but they this do be an interesting one. I want to look at our fixtures for the month quickly before we sign off. We're already into stoppage time. So this is, let's see, this month ends with, uh, let me just bring it up on the screen here, which shoves is the last game of the month. So we have it here on the screen. We play Riwav at home this weekend. We go to Paris next week. Um, we play away to Caldas uh, for the Taça de Portugal, which will be another game that we could rest some players going into the Porto match, which I think is a positive. Um, away at the Stade de Regal. And then we play at home against Juventus. And then we play against Chaves um, at the Stade de Luz to, to finish off the month. A very challenging month. I mean, you got PSG, you got Juventus, you got Porto, right? Just, well, PSG twice. So you got four tough games in a matter of a month. Um, how are we feeling in terms of the Champions League and and the league at this point, right? We got uh, three league games. We got three Champions League games, counting the one today and one Tasa de Portugal game. But let's discard the Tasa de Portugal game with no res- disrespect to Caldas, but let's put that one aside. Um Bill, how do you how are you feeling of this month? Do you think it's going to be a critical month or or not so much? I mean, it it's still early, but yeah, I think it's one of those. I mean, Champions League definitely critical, right? Because this is going to dictate if we get these games are going to dictate if we're going to get out of the group or not. I mean, for the league, I still think it's early to where if we were to drop points, that I mean, we can potentially still recoup those points. But I think it's one of those months where you look at the schedule and you go, all right, we're going to find out what this team is actually fucking made out of, right? Like if, if this team has that, the garra and the, the championship mentality, like this is one of those schedules where we're going to find out. I want to, I'm going to do a little exercise here. We're going to play, um, you know, magic eight ball bill. I want you to tell me what the results do you think are going to happen. And obviously you can change your predictions um, going forward, but I'm, you know, I want this live on camera on video. And once it's on the internet, it never goes away. So Benfica Riwav, how many points do you think we get here? We beat Riwav. We win. I won't even ask you for a score. I just want points. All right. So we got yeah. three points there against Riwav. Um, PSG Benfica. I want to say we win, but. I, th- I think we drop points. I don't think we beat PSG Pick or get, I think drop points isn't sufficient, buddy. Okay. I think we lose. <laughs> the PSG, uh, Caldas Benfica. We're gonna skip <laughs> Porto Porto Benfica. We win. 
Nas Jantas, no Porto. Benfica e Juventus. You know, the refs are, are not on our side. Tie, huh? Tie, Juve. Tie, Juve. And Benfica Chaves. Smash them. Oh, man. Your parents Stop are going to disown you. <laughs> Be- Fuck them, dude. They didn't let me go into the stadium with the fucking jersey on. Fuck them. Porque es lambeau. Kenny, how are you feeling for this month? Do you think it's going to be a make or break month or not so much? Well, it, it could be it could be a, a break month. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you if you lose two or three, you know, two to three of these games, yeah, it could be, you know, miserable month. But <laughs> I think we get out of this month still undefeated. Oh, okay. So let's hear what these predictions are. So we got Benfica Riwav. So you say what what happens here? Okay, Riwav. Um PSG I Benfica. We, we tie in Paris. Okay. We beat Porto. We, we Porto Najantes. It's two it's it's two teams against one, you know that, right? So <laughs> uh, controversy. We're gonna I say we we beat them. Okay. And then okay. we and then Juve. we beat you and then we beat Juve and then we beat Benfica and we beat Shabs. Damn. Almost a clean sweep. Okay. Oscar's got a little smirk. He's not Here comes he's, a realist. He's hashtag realist. Oscar, let's hear it. How are you feeling about this month? Uh Riwab is gonna be super, super hard, but we went by the minimum. Okay. Uh and then PSG we lose. Let's be realistic. We're gonna lose there. Uh, Porto, we're gonna lose, Ooh. and then we will tie Uve and beat Chavs. Man, okay, I'm gonna go beat Riuav. I'm gonna say we unfortunately lose to PSG. Um, I'm gonna say we tie Porto. I'm gonna say we beat Uve, and we beat Chavs. And that's when's the last time we beat Porto at home? I mean, no, at, at, their, at, 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 at their house when uh, when probably Nuno Gomes was there. Let me so see you gotta, I'm right now. When Felix was there, that was not in the Zentas, that was in the lose. We won, no, it was, it was. Remember, Felix, he slid down Felix the side, celebrated line? in front of the super Rafa and Felix, right? Rafa picked them up, two to one, yeah, two to one in 2019. It was the last time, it was a lodge, right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Rafa scored and uh, yeah, it's about time. Scored. It's about time it happens again. Yeah, I know. We don't win there very. We don't get points there very often. Not even win. We don't get points yeah. there very often. And, and so. they're fragile. They're they're fragile this year. They're fragile. They're just, they're yeah, well, like you said, they, they got they, they and they and they just played really well against. Well, not really. They, well. they should have lost against Leverkusen. They have an extra five or six guys on their team. Yeah, they got a couple extra bodies. So. You just never know. It's very unpredictable. Wait, the thing is, let's, let's let. But if you look at Porto's schedule, they play many Porto right now. After, yeah, they do many Porto. <laughs> so that's that's yeah. a, Porto Munes. That's the practice Porto Munes. <laughs> it plays Leverkusen, which is the worst in their in their group, and then they play Benfica, and then obviously they have Bruges, and, and we think Bruges will suck, but they're probably the biggest challenge this month. And you know well, what? Porto Munins is actually pretty good this year, and they're gonna <laughs> they'll they're get gonna, smashed. They're, they're gonna, gonna get like five zero. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. bend over for Porto. Yeah, it's always like that though. Um, I think we'll eat it all and win games all this month. Damn, Talmo. Give me what you're smoking. Yeah, whatever he's eating, I want to eat it. I mean, same thing Kenny is. 
Estamos a ter confiança em alta. I like it. If, hey. If, hey, listen, if, if Benfica does win all these games and Tom was right, get the guy a ticket for the Stadio de Luz. Get him Seriously, I'm going to give you my two red pass to one of the games so you can go watch the game. Damn, that would be something. Um, anything else that we want to cover before we wrap up here? We actually kept it on time and everything. Anything else you guys want to add? Man, I already suffered tough, enough today. Tough. <laughs> what do we? How many games do we have left? Let's see. So we got for the season. Uh, this one, two, three. So we still play the whole month of November. When does the World Cup start? Wait, wait. Talking about the World Cup, you guys, you guys. Oh, this is the league. November Cup. like twenty. Yeah, this league. Is, okay. We we probably have our international players go probably beginning of November now. No. Yeah, yeah. They'll not. Yeah, when like does the, the World Cup start? I believe. I think it's like the week of Thanksgiving. No. I know yeah. Portugal's oh, yeah, first game is the twenty fifth. Yeah. Correct. So Thanksgiving Day is. Portugal's but Portugal's first not first. Yeah, that's Portugal's first game. Yeah, but the, the other games, the first game, which is probably the home country, they they play uh, the, the, the few days before. November 20th is the first game. So the players are going to most likely have to report into training probably like seven days before at least. No, right, so you... Two weeks. The full World Cups usually okay. two weeks. Yeah, so two weeks. So that puts you at the beginning of November. And at the beginning of November, we got Studio on the 6th. And Gil Vicente on the 13th. There's no chance some of the players are there for this Gil Vicente game at home on the 13th. So dumb. I know that's so stupid. I think I think the and World then, Cup, the World Cup might then, be a factor in this campeonato when it comes. And then to we play Stirol Amadora, Benafiel, and Mureirense during the World Cup for the Tasa Liga, which is the least of our worries. But you know, when you look at Benfica's squad, we're going to be without a significant amount of our players for those games. But I guess it'll be an opportunity. And then, and the then we come, and then, not only that. Then we come back from the World Cup. We never know if somebody does an injury. If there's people that first game, first form. game after the World Cup. Guess who? Braga. Away. And Braga, after, probably, and Braga probably has three guys in the on the international. Right games. after Christmas. So it'll be interesting to see how this World Cup plays into. It. I think it's going to be a huge factor, especially if there's injuries. Um, gentlemen, as always, a pleasure for those of you tuned in thank you for listening thank you for commenting thank you for joining the conversation don't forget to follow us on the various social media platforms um we're almost at twenty-seven thousand five hundred on facebook we're climbing the ladder on all the other social media platforms we just hit like 470 on youtube so let's keep climbing that um give us a like give us a subscribe give us a follow please it doesn't cost you any money we don't make any money off of it but we want to grow our audience um Thomas says, I think they can appreciate it and start saying goodbye to Enzo after the World Cup. <laughs> it's very true. If he does have a the good stand up performance there, it's not gonna be he's not gonna they're gonna have to gift wrap I mean, him and send him. Either away. way, I think I think he's gone. Yeah, I agree. Um tomorrow we have the Portuguese podcast at four PM Eastern um 21 or 9 p.m uh on, in portugal uh we'll figure out who's going to moderate that conversation but we'll figure it out um so tune into that we will be back next tuesday on our regularly scheduled day um, we switched it today because of the psg game so we felt it was best um as always pleasure having this conversation we will talk to you guys next week and of course viva Benfica. viva Benfica. later boys